Oh, it's another edition of Behind the Mic. I have very big news. I have joined the TikTok world. I am really loving the TikTok, but what do they call it when you post something on TikTok? Is it called talking? Is it just the TikTok? I mean, we say we grammed, we tweeted, we Facebooked. I think the talking should be what we call Well, it kind of sounds like talking, and when you have a uh, New England accent, it can get weird, but... Uh, welcome to another edition of the podcast. I think you'll enjoy this. A reminder to uh, leave kind words on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. I have a personal LinkedIn page. And when you're on iTunes, you can comment and leave uh, five stars. you got to leave five, but I'd love to hear from you. We have good interaction on Facebook, uh, posting messages and uh, putting some cool things on there. And love hearing from everyone and I think this podcast is going to grow. Well, I thought in the spirit of baseball season, spring training is underway. Major League spring training games are going on as we speak. The big Boston College and Northeastern game is going on as we record this on February 21st, 2020. Last month at the Sea Dogs Hot Stove Dinner, we had a terrific lineup of guests, and they were so good. Michael Chavis, who you heard on this, but... I thought one of the stars of the night, one of the unsung guests, was Sea Dogs pitcher Adam Lau. Enjoy this. Sing on. All right. All right, Adam. Thank you for joining us this week. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Yeah, it's been great. We had a good time. So this past weekend, we were at Hannaford for a couple of appearances, and you got to meet a lot of fans. A lot of fans. Uh, a lot of different shapes and sizes, and. Uh... <laughs> A lot of a lot of really cool people, you know. A lot of really cool people. It's uh, it's re- <laughs> we only have fifteen more questions, so you. Sorry, was that too much? Yeah. yeah. So you, yeah. Too much honesty You're there. Supposed to wait till question that. seven. That's. You're good. Yeah. Yeah. So you were great. Um, so what? What do you do right when the season is over? Is there a, is a vegetation period for a player to just... Oh, yes. Yes, junk food, um, lots of couch surfing. Just, uh, yeah, just vegetating for a while, like a good week, and then it's back at it, honestly. Yeah, vacation. Vacation comes and goes around that time, but, uh, you know, we get roughly a month to kind of do whatever we want, and then the training will start back, usually, yeah. Typically. Yeah, I never – so what is it like the off-season for you? Do you start you, you throwing – when does that start, December, or do you do it in November? November. I start yeah. November, yeah. I like to – I don't like to lose the field too much, so that's that's just the way I like to roll. Um, yeah. That's good. Yeah. yeah. You're ready to go now, aren't you? Yes, sir. I can yes, tell. Sir. I am. <laughs> Last year was your second in Portland. I, I thought you had a great year. Thank I you. I really did, Thank yeah. you, yeah. I think so as well. It was um, – I definitely felt like myself for the entire year, which is which is really cool. Not having to figure things out midway through, but just kind of trucking along with the the same thoughts, the same routines the whole time. That makes a big difference, no doubt. That's second year in Double A, is that what you mean? Um, yes, yeah, and then just things that I had figured out um, in the previous off season, and and uh, yeah, just the familiarity with uh, the coaches, and um, yes, yeah, including one that we have right here, yeah, the right manager. I got to be careful, yeah. Say coach, yeah. I said coach. Sorry, yeah. Joe. So the Sea Dogs had an okay game last April 25th at Binghamton. It was a no hitter. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah, and uh, this yeah. guy didn't realize uh, when he got the final out. No, um, you know, I just I was locked in. I knew I was probably going to pitch that day, and 
I was watching Kyle Hart just absolutely deal, and I was watching their swings, and and I was just dialed into the game. I wasn't necessarily watching the scoreboard or to see if they – and you don't talk about no-hitters anyway. So I was locked in. I was just preparing for what was going to be an outing, a closed situation. And uh, so I, I went out there with the same normal nerves for, for a closing situation. And uh, it was when I got the last out, and I first saw Luke Tendler, who was on the bench that day. I was like, well, why is he running out so happy? It's like everyone and – then, and then I think Daniel McGrath told me, it's like, that was a no-hitter, dude. I was like, Right. I knew that. Cool. That's me. I did it. We yeah, did it was Hart, we, we, McGrath, yourself, but we had a set. There was a seven-hour trip. Yeah, we got in at like uh, what seven a.m., six a.m., something like that. And Binghamton had a six-hour. And trip. you told me that. Yeah, yeah, they had just got in as well. So we get in really early, take a nap, go to the field, probably at like four or five. Who knows? It was probably a late report. And then uh, we absolutely shove it down their throats. You know. <laughs> <laughs> That was a great night. So, yeah. so sitting in the bullpen, that was, that was good for you on that night. Is that yeah. you guys kind of you're removed from the game but not removed? Right. Back there, you can't really hear what's going on. There's like a plexiglass window that's kind of frosted over, and you can kind of hang your head out over the side and watch the game like that. But, yeah, in that bullpen in particular, you're very removed uh, from the game itself. Yeah. You uh, a great accomplishment, May 24th. You're promoted to Pawtucket. Yeah. Five games up there, first taste of AAA, and, and yeah. I know the lineups are obviously the, the big differences up there. Yeah, that was fun. That was a great time. That was yeah. cool. Um, Matt Kemp hit a ball right back at me, and uh, my glove came off, and I think he beat it out to first base. But, yeah, you, you run into some big names there. and that's uh, I mean, I had pitched in spring training, you know, big league spring training, backing up games like that. But being in games that, not to say that spring training games don't matter, but being in games that are kept track of, and those are going to be on my player card, you know, um, seeing those names playing against them is really cool, you know, and then the guys in the bullpen that I'm seeing, I mean, they're, they're big leaguers for the most part. So that was really neat. That was a really cool experience. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed that time. You yeah. do have a great quote about pitching Aaron Judge. I mean, I know it wasn't the result you wanted, but <laughs> right. it was, yeah. Yeah, no, I, uh, so I had him 0-2, and uh, he's like seven foot tall. <laughs> seven foot tall. And uh, so I throw him a high cutter. And he just hits it dead center, I mean, in Tampa. The wind's blown out anyway. So Ben Attendee makes me feel good. He's saying, dude, the wind took that ball out. I was like, I don't know. He crushed it. So, but, you know, I always like to come back and say I struck out Stanton the next at bat, so that's cool. You know, but, that, yeah, that's, that's a cool experience. To have. I mean, there is some value to it. I mean, I know it it's not, doesn't count in the statistics, but facing big league hitters, yeah. I mean. It's a lot of exposure, yeah. too. Even if it doesn't count, it still counts. So. I yeah. was saying I saw you were in Nesson. A lot of the games that, that you got into, those oh, games yeah. were in Nesson. Yeah. yeah, a lot of my friends saw that, too, at sports bars and whatnot. <laughs> they text you after the judge yes, game? Yeah, yeah, pictures and videos. and yeah, all, yeah, I got a lot of crap for that. So this is some good, <laughs> this really good stuff. Uh, the Boston Globe, Stan uh, Grossfeld did a great story how you and Kelly bought the, the RV. The RV, yes. The, the 2009 Bighorn fifth wheel. So let's, yeah. uh, let's get into that. All right, let's get into it. I, I bought this fifth wheel out of Iowa. It was the floor plan we wanted. So we flew from uh, the beautiful La Jolla, California. We flew from there to Iowa where it was like negative 10 degrees, snow everywhere. Anyway, we buy the RV. We have it shipped to my parents' house. We, my dad and I renovate the inside of it so it's got like wood floors, leather couches, king bed, you name it. And then um, Kelly and I, we just live in that. We take it around the country. We, you know, we took it up here. I lived in Freeport, took it to Mansfield when I was in Pawtucket, and then in Wells when I was there. And then this off season, we took it out to Ventura, California, because why not? And um, 
it was, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool because dealing with um, apartment complexes and, and constantly moving around like that, and, and do I get a furnished apartment, do I bring my own stuff? It's like, well, I'll just bring the whole house with me. And it gives me an excuse to have a pretty cool truck. I mean, I know Michael's got a cool truck, but I like mine better. Um, so I've been, yeah, it's fun. I, I've been thinking here, you've got to start your own RV, call it the Lau. You know, yeah. me and my buddy, we're actually talking about last night, talking about just selling... Well, I'm not going to say my business idea right here because we probably got business minds. So, but yes, we, me and my buddy talked about doing something similar to that. Yeah. Your, your dad, we could have had your dad here as a guest. Oh, he's, he's a pretty interesting guy. guy. Yeah, Tell I, us what he I does. I love him. Yeah. He's the best. Um, <laughs> well, that's yeah. good. That, that's good to know. Yeah. It is good. Yeah, I love my dad. So, he, yeah, he's, um, he just got, he got promoted. He's a, uh, he's a chief. Um, you know, he's in this management position uh, out at NASA and, He's doing uh, huge testing right now with the space, space launch system, and uh, he's working with Boeing a lot, and, you know, he does a lot of budgeting, so he's, he's shelling out millions of bucks and buying really cool stuff. I mean, he just told me about a crane, and he was, like, really pumped about it, said it can, it said it can lift all kinds of stuff. I mean, it's, it's honestly incredible. Like, I love that kind of stuff. It's cool to me. I mean, that is really cool, <laughs> that, that job. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's, it's very cool. It's rad. I'm going to try to go out there while I'm in Madison. Uh, yeah, and go back out there and check it out. It's you were a two-way player at one point. Yeah, so yeah, in uh, high school, and college. You, but what steered you to the pitching? Was it um, my ability? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hitting, hitting so hard, man. Hitting is so hard. I can, I can hit a little bit for a pitcher, I guess. But yeah. as like a full-time hitter, not quite. The, not the, quite. Uh, the path to get to the big leagues is, was better. Yeah, as yeah, a pitcher, as a pitcher, yeah. right, yeah. Talk That's about cool. going to UAB and what that, that experience was like. Oh, it's great. I mean, we got Brian Shoup there. My, my pitching coach at the time was Josh Hopper. The hitting coach was Perry Roth. And then we had an assistant coach in uh, Ron Polk. And if you guys know baseball, Ron Polk is a legend in college baseball. And, and what's huge about going to UAB is they not only want you to develop as a man, um, but uh, not only as a player, but as a man, a, a God-fearing man. And so it's... it's um, it's, it's all about being uncommon there, and, and it's, it's a really quality experience, honestly. I mean, it, uh, it kind of formed me into the man I am today. I mean, that experience changed my life, no doubt. Those three years were humongous, yes. What is Alabama like? Tell us. <laughs> it's odd. There's, uh, <laughs> it's very hot. Um, so <laughs> after spending the summer here in Maine, not, not too many bugs, you know. I go back down to Alabama for a week, and I'm seeing things with wings, that I shouldn't be seeing. They were terrifying. They're all over the place. So Alabama, uh, it rains a lot, good water quality. Um, the, the real estate's decent right now, as with a lot of other places. But um, this time of year, it's pretty chilly, a lot of rain. Uh, in the summer, there's a lot of rain, and it's really hot. Yeah. And that's, that's northern Alabama. I think that, that would be a great commercial for the, to visit Alabama. <laughs> Flying bugs and humidity. Adam, I think whatever, whatever you do for the rest of your life, you're going to be, you're going to be successful at it, whether it's – I know you. pitching is – I think you're under the radar. I'm putting you on the spot here. This is an under-the-radar guy right here. Thank you, Mike. So keep, keep your, uh, looking out to Adam Lau. Cool. All right? Appreciate that. We're going to see him in Boston. Heck, yeah. yeah. Nice. Thank you for having me. Yeah, and your dad's coming next year to the dinner. Okay, we'll bring him. Thanks, bud. Thank you. Yeah, wasn't Adam great? How about that story of where he lived during the season? Great stuff. We'll keep bringing these to you because I love these interviews. They're on YouTube as well. But 
Let's put them on the podcast. Another episode of Behind the Mic. Love you all. Want to hear from you? Email me, cdogsradio at gmail.com. I have changed my Twitter handle, not the Behind the Mic one. My personal one is at the Radio Mic. What do you think of that? Want to hear from uh, everyone who's talking on TikTok and want your comments at Behind the Mic on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We'll have another great episode next Friday. Peace and love.